This is CliffCentral.com. Nigel Casey is the High Commissioner in South Africa for the UK, and we're very happy to meet you. I'm, I'm glad to make your acquaintances. You've been in the job for a little while now. Yeah, thanks very much. Um, welcome. Um, I've been here since April last year, so coming out to my anniversary. It'll be a year. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's been fantastic, and a year of great change in South Africa as well. So oh, great to be here. Yeah, what a time! It seems that you pick, uh, or, or you are picked for certain roles at times that are always uh, extremely interesting in the places you end up being posted to. Well, I knew this was a, an important moment for South Africa. It's one of many reasons why I was really keen to come back, having been here in the mid-90s for the, the great transition uh, and the end of apartheid. And, um, I, you know, I'm, I, uh, I'm very excited about uh, the possibilities that, that, uh, that now uh, lie in front of South Africa. Hi, Commissioner. How are SAUK relations? Yeah, I think they're in great shape. I mean, the way I describe it is uh, our relationship is like, is, if you think of it as a, as a human being, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a person with broad shoulders. And one shoulder is the people-to-people relationship. We have an enormous uh, constant traffic of people going in both directions and lots of Brits choosing to live in South Africa, lots of South Africans in the UK. Uh, and on the other shoulder, you've got this very deep and long-standing economic relationship. Uh, and, th- and those two things kind of provide the strength uh, uh, to t- carry the relationships through good times and bad, uh, with baggage on the shoulders sometimes, um, uh, but uh, nevertheless going forwards, uh, and now is a great time to take uh, things to the next level, I think. Well, I heard our tourism minister, in fact, it was our, our new president, uh, Soro Mamposa, saying in his State of the Nation speech, no less, that he's very keen to double tourism, and that would mean... I think the, the UK is currently responsible for about 22% of all the tourism to South Africa. So that's no small fee- figure already. Yeah, so we're very proud to be the number one uh, source of tourism to South Africa. 400,000 Brits come here every year uh, and lots of them come back. Um, and, uh, you know, it, we, we share the ambition um, uh, to help grow that number and grow the overall number because we know that tourism, tourism is a fantastic source of sustainable jobs and is with very low barriers to entry. Um, so it's great news that Virgin Atlantic have announced oh, today absolutely. that they are laying on uh, a second two, flight two trips a day. for doubling their, their capacity daily from uh, Oatambo into Heathrow. Yeah, it's, very, it's all very exciting. And tonight we're really here to talk about business mm-hmm. relations. And you mentioned already that we've got very good trade relations between the two countries. But even business-to-business situations where South African businesses are finding um, green pastures in England and English businesses are finding very fertile ground here. Yeah, so the thing that's most struck me coming back is how symbiotic the business uh, communities in the UK and South Africa have become over the last 20 years since the end of apartheid, the end of sanctions. So uh, a lot of big household names in South Africa have uh, chosen to expand via London. They've, you know, they've, they've, they've often put down a second headquarters in London to, as, a, as a way of accessing capital and growing internationally. Uh, so that's, that's helped to you know, redouble the links between the two countries. Um, but there's also uh, a huge growth in non-traditional areas. So it's not all just about mining. It, it, there's a lot, a sure. massive growth in services, both on the South African and the, and the UK side. And I think for the future, uh, that's probably the area where you're going to see more, more, most growth coming in. In, including in sort of new economy areas like tech and um, oceans economy, things like that we haven't been exploring the potential of uh, uh, fully so far. I'm, I'm also curious to know your opinion on, on the potential of, of making sort of travel from South Africa to the UK a little easier because a lot of South Africans obviously want to go there and it's either something that's become quite onerous, not due to any fault of, of, of the UK in this respect, as we understand, but that it's also um, a, a question of, of kind of 
just heightened world security tensions and world concerns around security. Is that something that you see easing in the future? Is it something you'd like to see if it were were in your power? uh, The message I like to give people is really not difficult to get to the UK. Um, Yes, we have a visa requirement for South Africans, but we try and make the process as easy and user-friendly as possible, and we try and give out regular public advice uh, to try and make people's life easier. Um, I mean, as I say, my, the top tips I give people if you're thinking of going to the UK is apply early, come to us direct, um, uh, not via an agent. Um, and if you're coming regularly, apply for a multi-year visa, apply for a five or a right. ten-year visa so you don't have to keep coming back every year. But, um, you know, the, the, we, equally we're working with the South African government to try and remove some of the impediments to travel in the other direction uh, you probably heard right. that if you, if, if, for example, every time I bring my children to South Africa, uh, they have to be accompanied by full-length full length birth certificates, yeah, which we don't we don't uh, provide to uh, 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 as a matter of course to British citizens. So they have to be specially obtained. Uh, that costs money and time. Uh, they also need an affidavit if not if both parents aren't travelling with them at the same time, which is frequently the case. So there, there's bureaucratic um, hurdles on that side as well, which we are looking to work with the South African government to. Uh, lower so that more people can move in both directions. Before this, you were in India. That's right. Uh, well, I, via Sarajevo. Yeah. Right. So, so uh, let's start with Sarajevo because that must have been fascinating. Even so many years after what happened there, it's still a country with with. And it seems to me that you you find these posts I mentioned at the beginning where you can um, you can have a, an appreciation for these very unique histories of these places that you end up in um, and where you can meet the people who lived through extraordinary things and sometimes you are there to witness them firsthand. Yeah, so I, I studied history at university and uh, one of the great joys of this job um, is uh, being uh, professionally obliged to understand the history and, and dive into the history of uh, particular countries and your own co- your own country's history with that uh, with that particular country, and in, in the case of South Africa, India, United States, um, uh, you know, there's been a particularly long, complicated relationship, rich relationships, which are an essential backdrop for you to do the to understand to do the job effectively. In the case of Sarajevo, uh, there was a very recent, very painful history and a legacy which we are trying to help that country overcome as it's trying to uh, make its way into being a sort of full member of the European family and fully normalised. Um, and, you know, I personally find it professionally satisfying to be able to contribute to that process in a, in a small way. And in South Africa, you could almost say the same sort of thing, that there's, there's a very vital role to be played by British delegations here and by, by, by the British people in, in, in the UK to, to kind of uh, help understand and help South Africans to, uh, to find their place in a, in a much bigger world since we've opened ourselves up to it. Yeah, South Africa enjoys an enormous amount of international goodwill uh, and, uh, and uh, good wishes. I mean, it's, it's, South Africans uh, think that the Mandela effect has worn off. It hasn't really. Uh, his name is very good. resonant. It's uh, the 100-year birth and centenary this year is, is going to be a big deal in the UK as well as here. And, and the, the, the people, investors included, uh, even ratings agencies, want to uh, give South Africa a leg up uh, and a leg in. Uh, and they are often willing to go the extra mile uh, to help um, help out. And so I, I, I think you start from a very strong position. I think Cyril Ramaphosa is, a, is someone who's well-known and uh, well-placed to sell South Africa again. We're thrilled that he's coming to London in April for the Commonwealth um, Heads of Government meeting, which is a great platform for him to come and repeat his pitch for um, businesses to come back here. And there are, I think the Trade Commissioner was telling me, 11 Commonwealth countries in 
sub-Saharan Africa that are also very important players in this particular uh, geographic uh, arena. 18 African countries all together in the Commonwealth. Yeah, so, so Africa is a, is a big part of the Commonwealth and right. sub-Saharan Africa and Southern Africa in particular. Um, and, uh, you know, I think... Um, uh, Cyril Ramposa will will be one of the people who, who um, other leaders are most interested in talking to uh, in London because he's just come in uh, to the presidency. There's a big buzz about South Africa at the moment, big positive buzz, a lot of interest in hearing what he's got to say. Uh, and certainly on the side of uh, the British government, um, there'll be a very warm welcome for him and his team. And what are the fun parts of being the High Commissioner? Well, look outside. Um, <laughs> you, you get to give uh, fantastic parties, uh, parties with a purpose. I mean, we're yeah, here absolutely. celebrating uh, the best of British, um, but also, you know, the, the purpose of that being to uh, help grow that business relationship um, for both the benefit of both our countries. I mean, you know, you also get to see, frankly, the best of each other's countries, and you get to meet some of the most interesting people in the countries you're lucky enough to, to go to, and you can invite them to your house, and quite often they come. So, now it's a privilege. That's terrific. And, and are there any parts of being High Commissioner that aren't particularly friendly and palatable? Well, look, there's a bit of paperwork, you know, we're, we're public <laughs> servants. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not going to complain about it. No, I'm very, I'm very mm. pleased that you studied history. I, I'm a history student myself, and I always think that it's, um, it's the only subject that anyone gets to do at school. It's about people. And, That's true. Mm. And it always, I think, gives you an idea of context and the long lens of, of human stories. And an appreciation, perhaps, of how far we've come and, and where things are going. Are you excited about some of the developments in the UK? Are you excited about some of the things that are going on in Europe at the moment? Are you feeling that the world is becoming a freer and more interesting place, particularly where technology comes into things? Yeah, look, we're living in an era of massive change. I mean, you mentioned technology. Uh, that is going to change our, our lives in, a, in ways we can't predict. It's going to change the nature of work in ways we can't predict and we need to adapt to. Um, uh, we in the UK uh, are going through an, an historic period of change. I mean, we, we are leaving behind half a century of uh, membership of the European Union uh, and moving, uh, we hope, into uh, a new but deep and special but, but different type of relationship outside the EU. And you know, that's a momentous change in our politics. And even here in South Africa, uh, our number one priority is making sure that works, works for UK, works for South Africa and, uh, and your neighbours. And allaying concerns and smoothing over the, the uh, areas where people yeah, are Yeah, but in a practical way. I mean, we yeah. have a trade agreement through the EU with South Africa. Uh, well, to see the that there's as little disruption as possible. Exactly. Very, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dry sounding but critical task no, to make sure important. that businesses like the ones here um, don't have any unnecessary barriers suddenly thrown in their way um, and can look forward with confidence to uh, what we hope will be the next negotiation of a of a more ambitious bilateral relationship when we have our own trade policy back after we've left the EU. So I think that, you know, there's, there is a definite upside which South African policymakers have already spotted. Well, I, I'm congratulations, first of all, on this evening, and uh, thank you for all the continued hard work from your side to help stimulate these uh, very special trade relations that we have, and let's hope they continue to grow. Thank well, you, thanks. High Commissioner. It's been a pleasure to have you here, and thank, uh, you. thank you very much for, for doing this. Well, thanks See for you having again. us. Thank you. Lovely. This is CliffCentral.com.